Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to That's Hockey Talk. I know it's been a while. We left you high and dry during quarantine season, but we got some news for you. Uh, AQ, joining me out in the desert. How you doing, buddy? Great. It's about 60 degrees warmer than it is there. I'm doing a lot better than you guys. You look great. You got sitting spread eagle. You can see your big pasty white thighs if you're watching on YouTube. That's awesome. Uh, rub those down. And on the phone with us, uh, the guy who's got some news he wants to share with everyone. He, he did some digging through some back channels. I don't know what he did. Dig through some trash, hacked somebody's emails, maybe. Who knows? But he's got some good info for us. Uh, NHL Rumors Daily, NRD, how you doing, buddy? Good, healthy, uh, safe. How are you guys doing? I'm sure you guys are doing the same, and I'm glad we can uh, we can have this little convo about this. Yeah, everyone's healthy, and that's the most important thing. Uh, no sports has been tough. But, you know, we're starting to get some things trickle in. We're starting to see possibly some light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, and that's what we wanted to talk to you about today. You got some information for us. Uh, let's hear it. Yeah, so um, NRD has obtained some information regarding the NHL return to play protocol, and this is exclusive as of right now to NRD. I know there was a lot of uh, things that I put out on Twitter over the course of the past couple of weeks that ended up coming out later on down the line that it was, in fact, true. And we're going to be moving forward with this information that the NHL has a plan in place to get players back in rinks informally starting on May 15th, and that would be the start of informal skates That's leading true. up to a training camp beginning in June, and then the continuation of the 2020 NHL regular season around the third week in June, possibly June 20th that week. That is that is very soon. Uh, it, it, do you, oh boy, do you see this happening? You too, AQ, because I'm, I'm thinking about the timeline now. That, I mean, that's in 10 days. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll just jump in really quick. Uh, this is the type of thing that there's a lot of misconceptions, a lot of questions. This is almost like an FAQ session that we're holding here, is that this is obviously fluid. Yeah. So there's a lot of things that are outside the NHL's control. And once again, this is the NHL and the NHLPA's return to play protocol. But if the testing or the health infrastructure just isn't there, this can obviously be pushed down the line. I know Pierre Lebrun had a great report over at The Athletic this week saying that the NHL has no problem kicking this down the line to even September and resuming this season in September. So this is all fluid. But as of right now, with how things are looking, the NHL is tentatively okay with at least sending players back to their home cities to their rinks informally on May 15th. So, yeah, I mean, could it happen? I, I have it. You know, I, I see it. I read it. It can happen. It's more of a matter of health at this point than it is about the NHL. The NHL has their ducks in a row. So you're obviously, you're obviously saying that it's fluid. Um, I guess the big question, right, obviously, is, uh, is this contingent upon testing uh, being available made to all players? Is, that, like, is, is there anything put in place that you're reading upon that, or um, or is there, is there anything that you're seeing about that? I mean, that's, that's the big question, I guess. Yeah, so there's nothing that I have right now that shed some light on the health side of things, but I can tell you, and I know Pat mentioned this when you guys talked about it on Max V and Hawk Sports Talk the other day. Uh, they will follow kind of what's out there from the NBA and all the four major professional sports leagues in North America have been on the phone with the President of the United States, Prime Minister of Canada. So they're all kind of following the same lead. As far as testing, I know the NBA announced today that they will not be testing asymptomatic players as they start to get their players back in facilities just because the testing isn't there yet. Yeah. But in order for them to resume play, they'd like to see the testing widely available so that they can test some players that may not be symptomatic or that they just have the test just in case. I would believe that to be the same 
in the NHL, but there's nothing that I've heard concrete yet as far as health infrastructure that needs to be in place. Interesting. So very interesting. Here's here's my question. Are are the players going to be okay? Have you heard anything from any players who have been like, yeah, I mean, whatever, we'll come back? Or do you think there are some guys that are going to be like, listen, I'm not coming back until there's a test out there, possibly a vaccine. I, I'm not coming back until everyone is safe and we know we're safe. Yeah, I it basically, in the players that there has, there was a couple of reports that came out that the biggest concern amongst the players is being away from their families. Because part of this plan in the resumption of the NHL regular season would call for four hub cities to be hosting these games. There was a report that around 11 to 14 NHL cities sent in applications to be one of these hub uh, hub locations. Part of the criteria, you must have a practice facility within the immediate vicinity of the arena. There must be great infrastructure as far as hotel lodging for players. And part of that is these players that maybe play for you know, a New York team like the Rangers or something like that might have to be away from their family because they're going to be playing based out of Columbus. Yeah. So one of those things, that's kind of the big pushback from the Players Association is the family aspect. And I know the league is trying to diligently work with them on that. The only thing, that it, the only thing with that is these hub cities are in states that have a low number of cases that have that criteria in place as far as practice facilities being near the arena and et cetera. And some of the states like California, like New York will not be able to open with their NHL facilities as quickly as some of these other, these other states. So the NHL is basically saying, look, we hear you. We want to work with you. I know deputy commissioner Bill Daly said, this is the closest that the PA and the league has ever been in terms of working together. They've been on the same page and it's been fantastic, but the NHL is putting their foot down and saying, listen, we hear you. We'd love to maybe possibly, as we go further into the season, maybe into the playoffs, late August, September, as states open, we can now have the playoffs at home at home arenas. But at least to get off the ground, it would be very hard to facilitate the league in their in each team's home facility just based on health and logistics and so forth. NRD, what about what about fans? Have you heard anything about fans being? I mean, obviously, I mean, there's there's a million things that you're not allowed to do right now with large gatherings, congregating, blah, 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 blah. But have you heard anything with this plan in terms of fans being able to be in these hub city arenas or whatever you're saying, whatever you're going to assume that's a no. Yeah. I've heard nothing. Yeah. I've heard nothing concrete as far as fans, as much as I've heard concrete information regarding dates and such. I know the NHL would like to get fans in the building as soon as possible. And I know there's a lot of talk about the money involved here and, the reason why the NHL is in such a um, – they're so optimistic and they're willing to push this down the line and down the line and down the line until they can resume the season is because at the end of the day, we are talking about hockey in America, and it's number four out of the four major professional sports leagues behind the MLB, the NBA, and the NFL. And the NHL needs the fans in the building just as much as they need the TV deals and so on and so forth. I think the NHL would love to – introduce fans into the building as they go through the playoffs, maybe later on in the year. But to start, there will be, will be no fans in the arenas. And as far as next season, which could start as late as December, if they go through with this plan, uh, they would like to have fans back in the building at that point. But right off the bat, at least for the continuation of the regular season, there won't be any fans in the building. 
there's two other huge logistical uh, obstacles they face uh, that I want to get your opinion on. First, they have to figure out how to play these remaining regular season games uh, to basically quali- which teams are going to qualify for the playoffs because, you know, there's still what? Uh, I can't remember how many games we left in the season, but there were some close races in the East and the West, and some team is going to get screwed royally. Um, and then the draft, which is usually occurring at the end of June, how are they going to work that in and work around that when you could have teams possibly still playing and then you try and factor in teams trying to trade up and down within the draft. It just seems like there's a lot there to try and unravel. Yeah, so the way I put this to you, I know we spoke over uh, text, Nick. The way I put it to you is that the NHL has been handling the resumption of the league very well. In my opinion, they have not been handling the draft very well. There's a lot of GMs that are giving pushback to the rumors and reports that there will be an early June draft. I think the NHL saw what happened with the NFL and said, hey, we have nothing going on right now, neither did the NFL, but then again, it's the NFL's offseason. But we can recoup some of the financial burden by working a deal out with our TV partners, NBC, NBC Sportsnet, getting a draft up, broadcasting it, doing it in a way that's never been done before. But unfortunately, unlike the NFL, the NHL season is still going on, like you mentioned, or at least postponed, not canceled. So in in that aspect, um, what's going on there right now is that The NHL had a conference call with the Board of Governors on Monday of this week, and there was rumors that were going to come out that the NHL was to go forward with the draft plans. And that still might happen. I still believe it will happen. There's a lot of GMs that are saying, we've we've lost this battle. Uh, The NHL is going to do what the NHL wants. And in the collective bargaining agreement that was signed between the NHL and the NHLPA back in 2012, the NHLPA does not have a say on the draft. It is up to the sole discretion of the commissioner. It's not even up to the Board of Governors, really. So the NHL looks like they're going to push forward on an early June draft. But that announcement was expected to come Monday. I believe it will come early next week because there's reports that the NHL will be having a conference call with the GMs, the 31 GMs. So that will happen and then to your other question, what was your other question again? I apologize. I uh, how, are gonna, about the how are they going to determine which teams are making the playoffs, which teams qualify, and which teams are going home? Yeah, so with the resumption of the regular season, there's a lot of numbers being thrown around on how many regular season games the NHL will play. And the way I understand it is you'd love to get a full 82 and give everybody a fair shake, but I don't think time-wise you can do that regardless of how soon you come back. I mean, we'd be talking another – 12 regular season games is the average amount of yeah. games being played right now around 70. So it's around 70 games complete. I think they can give another five to six games, push it up to 75, 76. That would satisfy a lot of regional TV deals between uh, Fox Sports Southwest and all those regional TV deals that they have with NHL teams. 76 games would meet the threshold for the bonus money to kick in. And then with that 76, they determine the playoffs based on how they normally would with points. As far as scheduling for those games, I don't think the NHL has a concrete plan in place yet on whether you're only going to be playing divisional opponents in those six games or conference opponents. I don't think the NHL will go back to honoring what was the previous schedule as far as, let's say, the Penguins had a West Coast swing to end off the season. I don't think that the NHL will go forward with the Penguins playing the Kings, the Ducks, and the Sharks. not saying they did, but uh, I don't think the NHL will go forward with that. So scheduling is kind of a question, but as far as determining the playoffs, they'd like to get at least five to six regular season games in that satisfies contracts with the TV companies, 
and they also feel that six games, half of the 12 remaining is an even number, and it's fair enough to say, you know, we're just going to roll with points like we normally do to decide the playoffs. Yeah, I could see that. It, it does leave a lot to be desired, but they're, I guess you, you look at it glass half full. They're trying to make the most of the cards they're dealt. Uh, the draft is another just – I don't even understand how they're going to determine the lottery and all the picks. Uh, again, again, trades are going to be a real issue. But, again, I see the appeal of what the NFL did, and I know the NHL probably looks at that and goes, wow, here's a chance for us to get our, our names out there and make some headlines and do something good. I don't have a lot of faith in them to pull it off as well as the NFL did. But, again, I mean, people are very understanding in these times that at least it's, – it's, it's a shame to say, but people will be like, okay, well, at least they're trying. So if they fuck something up, people will give them the benefit of the doubt, I think. But, man, this is, there's so many questions and so many obstacles to be able to pull this off. Uh, it'll be a real feat if they're able to get a couple games and get to the playoffs and actually hand out the cup this year. Is there any thought of just delaying it all the way up until uh, the beginning of next year, like the next league year, like say like October, and then pushing the following league year back even further? There has been some thought of that. Like I mentioned before, I think the NHL is willing to push this as far as they can possibly go to play this season because just canceling the season, not handing out the Stanley Cup, just besides the optics of it, wouldn't be good for the league financially, wouldn't be good for the league as far as the optics I just mentioned. The NHL is willing to go as far as they can. I can't see them going past mid-September for the 2019-2020 season. I think if there's nothing in place by... September, I think the NHL is okay with saying, you know what, 2019, 2020 is done with, and let's do the best we can to get up with 2020, 2021, because at that point, if we're not ready to go play sports in September, we got a whole myriad of more issues we have to deal with. So I think the NHL is willing to push this as far as they can feasibly go, obviously with logistics involved and so on. Yeah, it'll be interesting. And then, I mean, you're thinking about guys in Europe who have to get out of there potentially to come back over here uh, to, to rejoin teams. Uh, man, it's a nightmare, and I'm glad I'm not the one in charge of it. Go ahead, AQ. Yeah, so I think I think the biggest question, right, I think that we have to, to think about is too, right? So, like, let's say we start this back up in June, July, August, whatever it is, September. I don't care what, what month we choose, right? But then all of a sudden we get three or four guys that come out and come down with COVID, right? Oh, yeah. Then what do you do? Mm-hmm. Then, then, then what happens, right? So, so then, then do we cancel it? Then do we, do we treat it as if it's, uh, I don't know, we got a handle on this now. So then we just quarantine. I, I don't, I, you know what I mean? It's, it's, there's a whole yeah, myriad of problems that can kind of roll with this. So I think it's going to be very interesting to see how this plays out. Going back to the, the whole um, non-fans thing. Let me just, let me just give my piece as a, as a player in a professional yeah, league please. right now. Right. So absolutely, I think, I, I, I'd be very curious to hear what the players in the NHL, the uh, around around my league and other sports are saying because fans do so much for the game, right? They like even even on game day. There's times where you wake up and you're sick, or there's times you wake up and you just don't have it that day, right? But adrenaline, the fans, seeing the fans, doing all this brings you up, lifts you up, allows you to play at a level maybe you couldn't have played at if it was just a Thursday practice, right? So. I think it's going to be very interesting to see. Like for me, for my take is like if we play a season without fans, it's glorified training camp. Training camp is not fun for anybody. It's not fun for any sport across the league. So 
you, you look at this and now you have, okay, so now there's a different opponent across, but it's no different than having a joint practice against another team like, like you have in the NFL, right? So, or, or a scrimmage, you know, in the NHL with half the, half the arena field or a quarter of the arena field. And now you got no one in the arena. It's just going to be interesting to see how the players take to this if that is the case. AQ, I did not know this about you. I did not know you had this big heart. You were out there playing, giving it all for the fans. You know, I, I typically, I thought of you as a money-hungry stooge, and you were just out there trying to cash checks and snap necks, and here it is. You've been doing it all for the people the whole time. I got a heart, man. I'm for the people. <laughs> In the words of the Grinch, his heart grew three sizes that day. Oh. That's what I'm talking about, yeah, NRG. Uh, yeah, I mean, to your point, uh, AQ, uh, about the testing, as far as one player testing positive, I know they're not the end-all, be-all board on health, but the, uh, I believe, Center for Health in Alberta, which is a province in Canada, and one of the provinces, one of the only provinces that applied to be a hub city for the NHL with Edmonton, um, the doctor, the lead doctor there, uh, was asked the question about what would happen if the NHL were to resume play and a player tested positive. A doctor answered that the player would have to isolate and anyone in close contact with them would need to quarantine for up to 14 days. They wouldn't need to cancel the season, but I get, yeah, I give that, I give that feedback to what you say. I question back exactly what you said. Players that are in close contact with the sick player are the team. So are you just shutting down the team for 14 days? I agree. It's a logistical nightmare. Thank God. I just get to report the news. I don't have to be involved in making any decisions. I listen, I pray and I hope for safety before anything. I know a lot of people out there are desperate for our sports. I know a lot of people are desperate to watch sports. I'm sure you're chomping at the bit to get out back out there, AQ. But I think that the safe thing needs to, whatever is safe needs to prevail. If we have to just go through life like this so we can get a vaccine out, so be it. I mean, obviously, we'd love to watch our sports, but uh, there's a lot of questions like that and like some of the questions that you had, Nick, and the question that you just brought up, AQ, that there are things that can happen. Yes, everything looks hunky-dory and perfect right now, but if something were to happen, such as a player testing positive, what do you do? And that's why it's such a conversation right now is because where things look good one day might not be good the next. And one of, uh, one of my friends that works in the media basically likened it to this. They said the NHL and all these professional sports leagues have these plans. They're all dressed up with nowhere to run. They have the plans in place. They're ready to go. They can do this. But there's so many things that are out of their control and so many things that can go wrong. and so many variables that you just hope that whatever the NHL, the NFL, the NBA, whatever they decide is the safest decision. Yeah, because if you come back too early and a player tests positive, they have to shut down the entire league. There's no other way around it. If, you, if those are the rules and those are the, the health department, the state, the government's rules, whatever they may be, uh, that every uh, you have to self-quarantine for 14 days and everyone you're around has to as well, they have to shut down the league. There's no, no, no way around it. So the worst thing you can do is come back too early, have that happen, put other people at risk. Then, then you are the laughing stock of the country, of the world, and everyone's looking at you saying you fucked up. So I think they're. I think they will probably play it as safe as possible. Do I think they could pull it off? Yeah, I do. But I think they're going to wait. Uh, I think the timeline that was laid out uh, with the information you got is probably a bit aggressive, but it's a good basis and a good plan to have at least an idea written down and, and drummed up. Like, hey, okay, when we get the go ahead, this is how it should work. So at least we've got some foresight and some planning implemented. Uh, but other than that, man, it's it's just wait and see. It really is. Just, uh, go ahead. Just to piggyback off you, I think uh, 
I think you said it right. I mean, I think at the end of the day, you can always push things back. It's a lot harder to move things forward versus push things back. So to go with a more aggressive approach like they have with the ability to push back versus wanting to start back up immediately without having the infrastructure in place, then boom, like, you know, I think, I think they've, they've obviously gone the, the correct route and being aggressive as opposed to less aggressive. Yeah, you have to. And then even when they do get back up, it's going to be a shit show. Uh, guys are going to be tight. The like AQ, you know this. There's not enough time to get back and get ready. Guys, guys, are gonna be pulling hamstrings, uh, injuries left and right. But you know, that's that's the nature of the beast with with what's going on right now in the situation. But all right, uh, NRD, anything else you got? Do you want to get off your chest? Uh, any other information that you're hearing? Not really much. I think you guys hit the nail on the head just there. It's one of those things that the plan is in place and it's fluid. I mean, I know a lot of people like to hear, okay, NRD said May 15th or TSN said May 15th, and then. May 15th comes around and they're not ready to off go with back your head because yeah. yeah, exactly. And off with your head and you're a liar. You're wrong. And I, I think that I want just to let the people know out there to be cautious and aware of these plans of fluid. May 15th could become June 15th, but the plan is still in place. This is what we're still going to do. We're still going to try to get through regular season games. So I would say be cautiously optimistic, but be patient. Understand that these things are all fluid. This information that got obtained by me was obtained early last week. And like you guys said, May 15th is only 10 days away from now or nine days away from now, actually. And that could change and that could become late June, but it could be the, still the same plan. It's still pra- uh, the same parameters. So, yeah, no, I think you guys hit the nail on the head. There's nothing else I really need to add. I miss sports. I miss watching hockey. And uh, hopefully we get it back soon. Amen. Uh, well, appreciate you coming on, man. I know you. I know you had that news, and you wanted to get out, uh, get that out there. So we thank you for using this platform to do it uh, in this show. Uh, appreciate you, man. AQ, stay safe out there. Uh, stop high fiving people and driving around and talking to everyone. You just go, stay home, dude. Just stay home. All right. Sounds good, man. Just I got, I got everything right here in my garage. Yes. I don't need anything else. Just keep working out in your garage, please. That's All right, it. everybody. All right. Thank you for listening. Stay safe. We appreciate you guys. Uh, and that's hockey talk. Cheers.